Welcome to another episode of Who Made That Song podcast. This podcast aims to shine the spotlight on the people behind the creation of a song. The people who make a song. I'm your host, David Rotimi, and I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoyed creating it. Welcome to another episode of the Who Made That Song podcast. I remain your host, David Rotimi, and um, today's episode is a very special one for me because we have one of the best to ever do it <laughs> in the building. Um, he's someone that I think is doing a lot of big things right now and people need to be aware of. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we have Jalen on the pod today. Welcome, Jalen. Welcome. Welcome. Yo, my bro. Thanks, man. Great to have Thanks you here. You I'm all right. I'm all right. Great to have you here, Thanks, finally. Man. After <laughs> <laughs> after a few weeks of um, chasing you, so to speak, but it's fine. Yeah. So, like I was uh, telling you... didn't really chase me now, but I just I literally just went off. Okay, man. you were busy. Calm, so, calm. <laughs> I, I understand that, like... Trust me, trust me. So I was, I was telling you off the pod what like my aim for the podcast is, and um, you know, like when people are like, when you're submitting like credits for maybe a song or stuff, it's not actually your producer name that's there; it's your actual name that's like yeah. submitted on all like these digital platforms. So part of yeah. the stuff I like to start the podcast with is for the guests to tell. The audience, yeah, actual yeah, name, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's yeah. like, if you don't no, mind, no, 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 no. Like, it's I'm convenient with that. Um, my real name is Timmy Mayowa Jai. Uh, you one of those Yoruba guys that has like seven names? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I just have like, I actually just have two names. Well, my oh. first name is really long because obviously it's always <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, um. Can you just give like a quick rundown of what you do in the music space? Um, so I'm a music producer, uh, audio engineer, music producer, audio engineer. Um, uh, I'm also a songwriter. I've written a few songs for um, a few artists. And also, because I, pre- I make beats, uh, that's also like part of songwriting, you know, the melody you hear on a certain beat or the 808 pattern, that's all part of songwriting. So I'm a music producer, audio engineer, and a songwriter. Yeah, I, I think there was a time you were into DJing. Am I right? You were trying to Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I still, yeah, I'm still, I'm still going to explore it. Um, I know the basics of like, you know, um, keying a song and... Yeah, and like transitioning them. But all I just need to do now is just, you know, like really, really master the art, you know, throwing effects, studying the crowd, DJing at like outer space, um, and spaces, open spaces and environment yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And because um, have you ever, because I've I've had a situation of situations where people see me making beats like adults, like the older generation, and they're like yeah. in Yoruba, they're like, ah, so much a DJ. 
you understand? Yeah, yeah. Like that's <laughs> so the have you gotten that before? Today. Yeah, a lot, a lot. So it's it's crazy and it's 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 something that I also want to clear up because even up to like two months ago, someone still hit me up and was like, Oh, can you help me mix six songs together? And I'm like, uh, do you mean like just put them after each other? And they were like, no, like a DJ stuff. But I didn't want to just throw the person away. But a lot of people don't seem to know that there's a difference between... Like, difference from a DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so can you just give a rundown of like, in your words, what the difference between a producer, a DJ, and maybe an engineer? Um, uh, a DJ is literally a disc jockey. So that's someone that plays music for a group of people or crowd at uh, events. It could be parties. It could be mainly parties, you know. Um, the person that plays um, already recorded songs, either mixed or mastered, or like songs in a audio format. The person is just playing it to people, um, to a crowd. A producer is someone who oversees, you know, the making of a music. So a producer doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, the one playing the kick or doing the whole programming and stuff. The producer is literally someone that oversees it. In our generation, a lot of the beat makers end up being producers as well because we end up overseeing the whole aspect of, you know, all the stuff. We end up programming all our stuff ourselves. And all of that. That's why in our generations, a lot of us are like beat makers and producers. But back in the days, it's more like a live band type of a band type of conductor where, you know, um, they tell the kick to come in at a certain time, the bass, uh, the vocalist, and things like that. Someone like Quincy Jones and all them people were like, yeah. And they will have their own programmers. They might be programmers themselves as well. But in that essence, they just oversee the whole thing. And an engineer is someone... Um, I actually saw someone put the definition of this on just the general term engineer on like Insta. But um, I'm just trying to maybe paraphrase that. Um, it's just someone that uses you know different methods to... Uh, in terms of music, bring a track to life, um, correct some things. I was saying this to one of my friends today, like some people just, this is a mix engineer. Some people just think mixing is performing magic, but it's all down to like how you record the environment you're recording and stuff. So like mixing is, ne is not necessarily just doing the magic. It's you just taking wherever the track is at that point and just taking it up a notch and just correcting, you know, um, modifying, removing this, removing that, and then you just amplify the whole thing before it then gets mastered. And then the mastering engineer is the, and the person that now takes everything and just polishes the whole song and adds finishing touches. Yeah, that's that's button. Thank you very much. Um, So another thing I like, or that's like my plan for the pod, is for people to also be aware of like, your tags as a producer or an engineer. So everyone that is a producer or engineer on my pod, I like to like insert your tags on the podcast. And I know you've had like maybe 
200 tags since I've uh, no. <laughs> just had like I just had like three. No, bro, it's more than three. Should I? So you started with the very first one when you like released your first song, which we're gonna get to. The one that was like a computer voice, Jaylon on the beat. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, remember that's that. one. There was Golly Squad. The second one was Golly Squad, and the third one is Ao Jaylon. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, okay. So I'm going to insert those three tags here. Then, um, although the most recent one is this um, Ayo Jalon, which is going to be inserted yeah. here. Big congrats on 300k plus plays on Fire Dancer with Azanti. That's that's huge, man. Bless, man. Do you know what? It's not people. People actually thought it was Fire Dancer. Like, I actually hope it was Fire Dancer, but it was just like a old time, like old time streams oh, really? on my Apple Music. Yeah, now it's on like 100k. Oh, yeah, because the picture. The picture was no, Fire Dancer's play. Yeah, yeah, because the picture. The picture was from the shoot I done for Fire Dancer, but like that's now my like artist. Oh, I see. Picture. So yeah, that's that's why it was actually confusing for people. For yeah, for sooner sooner rather than later, um, that milestone will be reached and surpassed. For sure, for, for sure. Single, even at that, yeah. like that's that's a lot of actual artists don't even have <laughs> that amount of plays. I, I know, I know, uh, bro. So no, for, it's crazy, for, and that song is amazing. And we're definitely going to get to the point <laughs> of um. You and Azanti and Psycho YP and all of that. But I just really want to... Let's even start like this. Where did the name Jalen come from? Uh, So, in high school... <laughs> this is funny because in high school, my nickname was literally Timmy J. And oh. Timmy J is literally <laughs> yeah. an engineer, you know? <laughs> so, even to like... Some of my friends would hit me up and when they hear Timmy J start, they'll be like, uh-uh. Who's this person that stole that stole your? No, they be like, who's this person that stole your your name? Um, your name, or is that you? Stuff like that. So, um, in high school, everybody used to call me Timmy J. Apart from this guy who just wanted to be different from everyone else. His name his name is Lecon. So he didn't want to call me Timmy J. He just started calling me Jalon, which um, at first I found it annoying but um i'm not that person that i don't really react to stuff so i won't be like you don't ever call me that again type of thing like i found it annoying but i wasn't um i didn't react and i just left him to call me you know jaylon i never told him stop calling me jaylon and things like that so in high school uh i was <laughs> At some point, I wanted to be an artist. So there was this there was this small group I formed with my guys in high school. And then uh, I was looking for like a stage name to use and just ended up using. And I was like, I'm definitely not using Timmy J. Cause <laughs> no, no disrespect to yeah. the actual Timmy J, the engineer. Because to me, everyone's calling me that already. It just sounded dead and it didn't just sound cool. Uh, I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to use this. So... I just stuck with Jalon. And when I started producing, 
And then everyone even just started calling me Jaylan as well as a nickname. Well, most people still call me to me J. Um, so jumping into production, it was very easy. Um, wasn't going to use any other name different. Wasn't going to try and be extra cool or cringe. So I just stuck with Jaylan, man. Yeah, that's that's a crazy <laughs> story. But yeah, uh, let's even. So where was this? Where was this um, high school? Uh, high school. So I attended Babcock University High School. Oh really? I was literally on the Babcock comp um, on the Babcock campus. Yeah. Uh, okay. So generally, let's let's even go way back. So how did you get into like music production and stuff? Uh, got into music production through uh. You probably know him, Lames. You probably know Lames. Oh, are you so sure? Lames, OG. Yeah, Lames. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, OG Lames, man. Lames, Lames is obviously my senior. So he used to be my senior in high school. And um, from time, Lames has always been into beats because we even were even in the same band. Like, um, the band in school, Lames would just sometimes would be doing his thing on the floor, drums. So then in Babcock, the senior students were allowed laptops. So uh, after exams, a lot of them would go collect the laptop and some like Lames had FL. So this time I was like, this time, and mind you from time, like from when I started listening to music, I was always so attached to like melodies and like rhythms and like how the instrumentals feel to be very honest. So um, maybe because I started off, you know, picking drums from a very, very young age. So my ears were just so in tune with like rhythms and melodies. And I used to play the recorder as well. Like then when I was young, I could literally play any song. Yeah, I didn't crazy. know how, bro. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know how, but I could literally play any song. Like my uncle would just say, oh, play this song. And I'll play it, play this one, play it. Like, I, I, didn't, I didn't need to rehearse. So I just think like my ears were so in tune with like melodies and, um, and rhythms. So uh, then uh, I saw Limbs producing with FL and I'm, I'm a very, very curious person. Um, I don't really get excited about stuff until I know maybe how this is done or, you know, the reason why this has been done and stuff like that. So I remember saying to Lames, because when I was using it, I was like, so if I use, I remember this question vividly in my head because it was in the hostel. So I was like, so this FL you're using now, I can use it to make, I think I mentioned the sad song. So I was like, I can use it to make a song like, a song like Dance For Me. Lames was like, yes, no. This this was like, Ah, mad, mad, mad. So like, <laughs> so in my head, I was like, ah, Omar, I've like found some, you know, super, super power, super power Bro, thing that me. I could just use to make music. <laughs> but, but funny enough, it wasn't like that because I ended up getting an FL on a particular laptop. And bro, the first time I opened it, bro, Okay, yeah, I went to a friend's house who actually had FL on his laptop. So I was trying to make beats and it was hard as hell. Oh, I was... It was hard. So I was like, <laughs> so after that day, bro, I did not touch FL. So in my head, I was thinking, Omar, what Lames was saying is, 
is nonsense, Jerry. I thought you said this. Yeah, I thought you said this thing could make something like sounds. That's for me because I don't know what I was expecting. I think I was just expecting the beats just fall out from <laughs> just crazy. fall out from nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, that's how it, that's how it all began. Really, you know, it's it's crazy because I I I was speaking to um Harry on the first episode and we also had this similar conversation. The first time I opened the first studio, I I tried to like understand it because it's very daunting on the first look it's crazy daunting. yeah and i remember the first uh plugin i opened it was autogun i don't know if you know that plugin. it's like a st- bro st- even st- even <laughs> you knew how to open plugins bro it was, was, it was random using, <laughs> bro i was using the kick clap snare like that was what yeah, i was using sure. <laughs> like there was no keyboard nothing bro. like and, and what i was programming was Man. I don't even know how to change the BPM. <laughs> yeah, oh it's, my God. It's, it's crazy. And I didn't open, after that point, I didn't open it for like a year or so till I got into yeah, like same. uni. And I saw this girl making beats. Coincidentally, that girl happens to even be on like the last Johnny Drill album. Shout out to Wait, her, who? Child. Child. She produced, she came to like the the studio in the school where we used to have like services and stuff. And that was when she now said, oh, like she wants to record the song and that she made the beat. And I'm like, damn. And that was when, <laughs> I'm serious, bro. And that was, I still remember that was 2015. And I told myself, like once I go on this summer holiday, I'm going to learn FL Studio no matter what happens. And bro, that yeah. was how I that was how I started. But that's crazy. It's like it's the same cycle for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's literally and how I and moving on from that, um, when I was in like my final year of high school was when I saw someone because before that, like I, I said I saw Limbs use it, but I never like saw him saw him like it was just like a glance type of thing so there was this one of my friends Haruna I think he knew a few tricks in the in FL so he had it on his laptop and then he was just you know he was doing it so I was actually then closely watching him and seeing how he was doing it so from there then I started okay having an idea okay Okay, now this, then this and this now started making sense. I think the first trick he ever showed me was how to do chopped hi hats. Bro, I almost <laughs> ran mad. Yeah, I can imagine like how that was like, being like Bro, first time. The guy just did it. Everything was just tiny like this. I was just like, I was like oh my god. Bro, the first song I made or I remade on. FL Studio was I Will Lose um, Carolina. I re- <laughs> bro, I remade all the guitars. I remade everything. But oh. it's, just, it's just that that particular laptop, someone formatted it by mistake or something and Sorry. I lost everything. Bro. That's oh, modern. We see his demo. Like, you won't, you won't be able to you'll be able to go back to what you use no more. You catch it's, your vibe. Off bro, it was good times. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's even... So you said you used to play like the record and stuff. Is there any other instruments you used to play or still play? Um. So I, I play the keyboards, but I don't like saying I, I, I can play the keyboard. You click the keyboards I, in FL Studio... What are you saying? Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I do, sometimes okay, I do. But made... like, I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could actually play the the piano, but I, I had to teach myself. So I'm not the greatest, you know. Yeah, that's fair. So 
but um like I can actually play decently like I can say I'm an average player so but recently I've been playing more for my church um, my oh, parents my. are pastoring but yeah it's not um I always try to find a way to like improve because I know like I know what the standards are in terms of like you know church church stuff but I always just find my way to make it sound like you know, I know what I'm doing yeah, and for sure. things like that and just find find new things. So I'll say, yeah, that's on the average. Drums, I'm very rusty at drums because I haven't played drums properly since I left primary school. till now where I just, you know, here and there, so like my rhythm is very off. <laughs> um, well, it's not, it's not that bad though, but like it's not, it's not like the groove isn't that tight, tight. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, and a little bit of saxophone. Yeah, because I was going to ask about yeah. it. I think there was, there was even a time when when I first started listening to your stuff, you had saxophones on every beat, bro. <laughs> <laughs> on every yeah, single... That, um, I think it was... That Purity tenor sax, I remember that I, still, I think I still, I still use it. Bro, I still remember like... But I think I prefer, I prefer using samples now. Oh, that's, you had you had saxophones on every beat. My goodness, yeah. it was it was something else. Well, <laughs> speaking, you you brought up your parents, and I really want to just touch that for a bit. Were your parents supportive of like you doing music when you first started out? Um, just I would say yes. Uh, but the African factor in terms of what they see music to be yeah up to um, now um yeah cause cause um I'm a very quiet person and I don't talk a lot about um my achievements your doings or, yeah or what <laughs> I've done so uh in their head they think I'm still at the same place I was when I started music so um but yeah that's just me really I don't I don't like talking too much. Maybe because in my head I'm not where I think or where I know I wanna be, where I wanna be. Even if I get there, I don't think anything will change really. But obviously the lifestyle will change and then they can see. Um but uh yeah, I would say I would say the supportive, but there's there's always still the um African parents factor, yeah. like I said, on on a, like how they see it, or if something happens, you know, it's back to oh, it's because you're doing music this, because you're doing music that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, as you know, um, it could get annoying, but yeah, I wouldn't say they don't support me. But, yeah. I feel that because I mean, I'm also almost like in the same situation. I remember the first uh, time I told my parents that oh, I want to do music. My mom screamed, and again in Yoruba, she said, Ufeshe whiskey. I said, ha, God, this woman, are you trying to kill me? Bro, <laughs> like, that's, that's what, like, that, that's, that's what, like, I remember, I remember, having a, there was a little argument, and my mom called one of my friends and was telling him, oh, music, this, music, that, people that do music, where are they, this and that. And the guy she was talking to is, uh, the guy's, uh, the guy's an artist. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, just, a, just a funny conversation. Oh my days! But funny, the artist and the producer. Oh, that's that's crazy. As in, but 
my parents ended up getting me like my very first set of equipment at the end of the day. So yeah, it's, it's, it's that, funny. That, that, like that's why I said they they support because my laptop I'm using right now. Um, it was even if like it's a different one from what they got because someone bought my laptop, so I had to make the person get me another one. But it was still like from them. Obviously, um, when I was in uni, you know, they had to cater for me and stuff. So. Laptop I'm using was still by them, so um, I mean I don't like uh, I'm not a bad mouth and stuff like that, so <laughs> I never bad mouth. I yeah. never bad mouth anybody. So. Yeah, that's 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 good, sir. So let's go back to like SoundCloud days and um, when we actually first met, bro. There are so many stories we could talk about from those days. So, right. so many stories. Um, I remember the very first song I think I heard you produce. I think it was... So, yeah, I was seeing... I remember the first song I think I heard that you produced. It wasn't the YP. It was your song, um, Mama. Yeah. When yeah. you were... It ended up being YP's. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, because, you know, YP, YP dropped his own version. I never um, heard so... it. It's still on YP SoundCloud. I'll go um, check that out. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was the first song I produced. And that's why I still think, you know, my parents have, um, what's it called? There's still that soft spot for music because that was like my first ever song and it was from <laughs> my mom. And, you know, um, it was her ringtone for years. I oh, think she still wanted it as a... Yeah, <laughs> I swear, bro. And, yeah, so I think that's why they have the soft spot. But yeah, that was then. Then when I recorded, YP recorded me, actually. Oh. And then he heard the song, he liked it, and he then he dropped it as his own. So I didn't have any verses; it was just his rap, and I just done the hook. I'll actually go check for that. But uh, I I thought that was like the first song you did, and you were you were like high on Nexus at that time. All those Nexus synths and. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm going, I'm, going to, I'm going to play that song. I'm going to like insert like maybe a short part of it in the, in the pod for people to hear. Uh, but it's um, even it's coincidence. <laughs> people need to know where you've been coming from. <laughs> Happy birthday! I love you, mom. Back in the 90s, back in the 90s, I need to run in jail. She's too fine, she's too pretty, and everything perfect. What a long line, some sad news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I think apart from that, the first song that maybe made you popular was Who This by YP. And it's crazy that you even brought up YP for like the mama song because I was going to ask how you and um, YP met because for people that don't know, like you guys have from like day one, you guys have from his very first drop, if I'm not mistaken, very first major drop, 
you were the one that produced yeah, yeah, his it. Major and, drops, yeah, yeah, and till this day, you guys are like still working and doing like a lot of amazing stuff. So, how did um you and YP meet, bro? Me and YP, yeah. Uh, so there's this football slash we always. So me and YP went to the same college in Bristol, oh. and yeah. So there's this football football session we always had, like I think it was on Thursdays or something. And YP, YP, like YP is actually a very sporty person. I think he plays the ball, he plays basketball, he can run, and all the other yeah, all the other stuff. But um, yeah. So after the session, I did. Normally, YP never even comes to that session. I don't even know why he came that day. And like, that was the first proper time like we interacted. So, after the session, we're going back to, we're going back to uh, um, our hostel, like uh, a student accommodation. And me and YP live on the same block. So, we're now walking. It was me, him, and one of, and like two of my other flatmates, Timmy, Timbo, and Ricky. So um, YP then was like, um, he's going to link Kudi. Like, Kudi's dead. Yeah. Um, Kudi was in London then. Because then YP didn't have, like, equipment stuff by then. So he always used to go to Kudi every now and then to, like, record. So it was like, oh, man, I need, like, producers, man. Do you know anybody that produces? He was talking, he was talking to, he wasn't talking to me. He was talking oh, okay. to me. So that was my other friend. So then my other friend was not like, ah, you guy produces now. So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make this time I was still like getting the hang of effort, but you know, at least I've made like <laughs> I had <Jeez>. like <laughs> few, you know, a, a whack beats that could have potential, <laughs> you know, whack <laughs> beats that could have potential. So then wife was like, oh, how much do you charge? I think I must have said like thirty pounds or like fifty bro. pounds, and then it, then then obviously, bro. We were like, well, money from our parents, like yeah. every month. So that, that was like, bro, that was like expensive and stuff. So Spike was like, um, um, okay, okay, but that's that's expensive and this thing. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, like that's calm. And so then there was now, like, I think it was like a week after YP finally. So I think he got money that month, but normally YP uses money to buy sneakers and. <laughs> so <laughs> so that that month he just used his whole money to like buy some Bluetooth speakers that had the subwoofer. He had his laptop already, he had logic and all them things running. So he just got a mic and a pre-sound interface. And from there it was like, yo man, already have my setup formless to this thing. So YP. So I think one of the songs the first ever YP song he sent to me was on WhatsApp. It was it was midnight. It was I think the song with Chimsy on his um on that is yellow tape. Oh um so can can remember that now. Yeah, uh, that song sure. Yeah. So and and the hook of that song at the at the time very crazy. I mean now it's still crazy. The only thing is like YP's voice is different. Like way different. His voice then yeah, his <laughs> voice then was like YP trying to trying to be YP now. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, I get that. I get that. Yeah. So but then bro the hook was really sick and I was like, 
yo, like, man, you made this and stuff. So since then, like, I was like, okay, yeah, we just knock out a few things. But me and YP didn't work. After the after the Ia song, after the mom song, um, we didn't work till like um we didn't work till like um about this time that same year. So cause I was like I needed to understand the sound, um new, new into production. So I needed to like, you know, hack it as well. I needed to hack his trap sound and yeah, things like yeah, that. Yeah. And then that was when I finally moved back to the UK. So I think YP2 was big on the UK wave and I wasn't really listening to a lot of UK music apart from like the stuff my sisters put me on to. So it took me time to, you know, find the artists that I like here and the type of music I like. And from there, I was able to understand the sound more. And yeah, everything now just very natural. I understand what he's trying to do. If I send him a beat, there's just a kick and a clap. He knows what I'm trying to do. He knows what I'm heading. Yes. It's, I think it's really evident in like the songs you guys have done together from YP season one to to the joint yeah. um, project with Azanti and it's just it's just like this very amazing synergy yeah, between the, the, yeah, the, yeah the chemistry I, the chemistry is amazing it's, it's, I, I really can't explain it I think people need to check that out but um Honestly, for real, I think people need to check your old songs out, especially from Who This to um, Girl Like You. I, I don't know if you remember yeah. that song, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah, Girl Like You. But I think I think Who This is like one of those songs that can't get old. Like, it's just, the song was, the song is so different. The song is so different. And I feel like we actually did well, you know, with the mix of that song. Because yeah, if you yeah. still play it now, it doesn't even sound, you know, like it's just one of those records back in the time that of those times we were recording that just sounds so good. Some of some other songs have like hip hops and stuff, but Hoodie's just sounded Who mixed it? Yeah. I think Hoodie mixed it. And I think Higo mixed the instrumentals. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Higo. So you yeah. you knew Higo at this point? Um, by the time who this dropped, yes, because Higo Higo was so before then, like <laughs> I I I found Higo's I found Higo through SoundCloud. He used to go by this name that I won't say because Higo just Higo just kill me. <laughs> oh, oh, I know the name. I know the name. Yeah, yeah, she know the name. I mean, we found so then, each other on SoundCloud. Uh, those days were yeah. crazy, bro. Yeah, I found Higo, Remy Bargain, GMK, Juicy. Um, you true, yeah. I think nah, true, true actually hit me up on Twitter. On Twitter, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, but those people are the people I can remember, like, I'm, I found them through SoundCloud. I think you can as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, what, what was I even saying? Bro, I'm losing my channel about Higo, yeah, Higo. So then. Uh, like I was a, cause Higo obviously had years ahead of me. Bro, Higo was the man then. Higo was popular. Yeah, I was Higo, Higo, Higo is still, yeah, Higo is still the man, man. Still the but man. Obviously, still, it's still like Higo. Higo is actually a young OG. Sure. Of how young he is, yeah, and what he's been able to achieve. Um, Higo Remy Baggins already had years ahead of me, so like obviously they were at a point where 
I wasn't because I was still fresh. So those are the people uh, I looked up to, still look up to, um, admire their sound. And um, then, uh, yeah, I always used to message people to check out my stuff, listen. <laughs> and they listened like, like exactly like me. I wouldn't shy away from saying all those things. It's crazy. It is what it is. Yeah. It did. And he always used to give me feedback. And then from there, he then moved here for masters and stuff. And I've only seen he go once. Oh, for real? He go once. Yeah. And that was a goodies. That was a goodies. And it was very, very brief because he came late. He was having a search with NYP. He thought I was going to stay over. But I had to go home because um, I couldn't keep my dad up waiting because he was the one that was going to let me in. So, yeah. Same so that was the time I met Higo. Um, Harry yeah. said the same thing to that. He hasn't met Higo physically like up to five times, I think. It's, it's crazy. I don't know if Higo is the ghost <laughs> or you guys are the ghosts, but it's fine. <laughs> Higo is definitely the ghost, man. I mean, all of us, to be fair. To be fair, to be fair yeah, yeah. To be fair, yeah, all of us, me, Harry, and Higo. You all are so low-key. We're, uh, we're so low-key. I think Higo is, Higo is the most low-key person, like, Ego is that kind of person you message and you just pray for him to, <laughs> to reply you. <laughs> hey. But yeah, back to Girl Like You. Um, I remember, like, there's this string pattern on that song that that was what caught my attention. Yo. Bro, I, I, I want to ask, how, what, what VST is that? Let me just find, let me know that now. That's the... Uh, that's definitely that's definitely got to be Nexus. Are you serious? Cause that's definitely got to be Nexus. Cause bro, that thing is so beautiful, bro. That was bro, my, that's you know, my highlight of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Cause like, I don't know why I did it. I don't know where the vibe came from, but it just like it feels like it just took the song to another direction a bit. Like yeah, it, it felt most, like a bridge. Yeah, it felt like a bridge type of interlude. But what was running through my mind? I think then, uh, still a big fan of Techno's production. Oh, so I thought I you think wanted during to see that time, broke your heart. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no man. I barely had like my heart broken like that. I mean, I would say maybe the last time I had a heartbreak was maybe in 2018. But it wasn't that deep. <laughs> I had to, bro. I got over it like really quickly. I'm that kind of person that. Hard guy. Um, yeah. No hard guy, hard guy, but like that situation, I was like, you know what it is? Like this situation is what it is. I it's mean, not going to change. So sure. like, bro, just accept your fate of everyone. So what was I saying? Techno. I think that time, I yeah, I used to watch a lot of techno. IG videos. I used to be on techno. Yeah, exactly. Bro. So when I was making that beat, uh, I had this small ass MOGO, like I think it was like, 18 keys. I remember something that like keyboard. that. This tiny one. Yeah. So, and, um, the bro, that thing just... speakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I bro. have your videos, your IG stories saved on my laptop. You. That's crazy. Bro, you so... Sorry to cut you short before you go back to techno. I was going through, like, when I was preparing for this pod, I was going through, like, some of the old videos I had and I discovered that the beats you use for this My Darling that you just dropped with men's you actually put it up for sale a long time ago. 
I'm going to send you the video mm. after this, bro. Swear, <laughs> bro. I'm going to send you the video. It was, I, and I don't think the beat was as complete as it is now on the actual song, but you put it up for sale or your IG stories. That's, I have a, a ton of your videos. Like, I used to save your videos, Marv's videos. Bro, do you rate me? Do you rate me that much? Bro, let's not even get into that. If you're just, <laughs> if you're just finding out now, then I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I will have expected. Yeah, obviously, you... obviously, and obviously, I know. Like, there's a mutual respect between, bro, between us. I have, like, I have a Jillion folder on my laptop. I am not <laughs> kidding you. I am because this that's this laptop crazy. is the same one I've been using since like when I started making beats full time. So all the yeah. stuff I've had is still here. I'm going to send you some of those videos after this. That's crazy, man. <laughs> bro. Just, like that's 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 so humbling. Yeah. Like. It humbles me so much when, like, people just come and say I inspired them or, like, they like, genuinely just like what I do because, bro, that's, like, the last thing I'll ever imagine on this earth. <laughs> like, for real. Like, some people just think I'm trying to be... Honestly humble, the, yeah. I get yeah, but, but, bro, to be very honest with you, like, that's, that's, like, that's how I genuinely feel. Yeah, uh, back to techno. Or I'm trying to load one of those videos. Those videos, but yeah, that, that that melody, that melody. I played it. Um, I was like, it was like a one take this thing. So I just played it, and I was like, yeah, this sounds like something techno would do. And I just left it. <laughs> I just left it. And you know, you know, it's different. Like how you get your inspirations, what's in your head, yeah. and you put it down. Other people will interpret it, or um absorb it in a different way so you absorbing you probably have absorbed it in a very very different way and techno will be the last thing to come on your mind of that inspiration you know honestly yeah <laughs> but bro that bro. i think i think that's that string pattern took that song to um a whole different level I, do you own the masters yeah. to that song yeah, yeah, yeah I, own, okay. I, I own all my masters. Okay, so I would include it like a snippet of it in this. So yeah, that people bro, any of my, any of my stuff. Can't. Okay, I'll definitely um, do that. You can see that I've been popping and spilling the rose, and all night I've been trying to see the way you rotate. You drop it down and back it up, but I swear that shit crazy. And I ain't trying to catch feelings tonight. Oh no, no, the way your skin looking the light it just glows. So I tell her, young mommy, you should drop down. I wanna see you in the bathroom, reach your top down. I think apart from the Mr. Easy one, chat. Oh, yeah, 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 no, for sure. And we're going to get to the Mr. Easy conversation. We're going to get into that because that was huge. But yeah, let's let's move further. Oh, let me quickly play this. Do you remember this beat? This is one of the ones on my phone. Let me see if you remember it. Uh, give me a sec. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this beat. This beat. <laughs> so this is actually just, this yeah? is this is one this is like this is one of like my melodies and like I don't gas myself up or say say a lot of good things but I know that melody it's like, one of the hardest it's just yeah it's just so hard right. like uh, what was I saying yeah, yeah like that's melody. that's one of like my good set melodies like and all of these things like I just uh, I like I don't think them in my head. Like, my fingers just does it. You know, um, when I hear people say stuff like that, it's always crazy. But I know it happens sometimes because there was this um, 
breakdown I was watching on YouTube of the guy that did um, Ricardo Banks, Rora, Susie, where he said yeah. he just put his hand and he played the melody. And as crazy as it sounds, it happens sometimes, honestly. Like, you just hit some certain notes and yeah, it, just, it yeah. turns out... But sometimes, be... sometimes, like, I will pause, let the instrumental run, and then have to think of the best thing that could fit into it. This is maybe after me just rambling on the keyboard and just playing what doesn't make sense or something that doesn't really... <laughs> yeah. Doesn't spark, spark me. Yeah, so I'll just take take a step back and then actually listen to the beat. Yeah. Um, let me play these other beats quickly. Bro, I have a lot of your stuff. Ah, but that beat, that beat, I saw the beat. I, I, you saw the song it. never came out. Are you for so, real? So, I saw the beats uh, to someone. They were trying to feature someone. I think that then they had a disagreement. And oh, the person so. loved the song so much. And then asked me to remake the beat. Obviously, I already saw the beat. And me, I don't like having two things sounding too similar. Um, not to offend my clients as well. So if it's the song, the song I remade dropped recently. If you go on my maybe my production, this thing, you might be able to tell what oh, song you I'll, I'll check for that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely check for that. But you know the funny thing is on like the IG story where you put that up, you said the caption was, um, I don't know what to do you with this. You can help me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. He, go, he, he, go, he go hits me up for it. Oh, that's, I think I should have been hitting you up all this while. Bro. Maybe yeah, I had yeah. a fear. I don't know. <laughs> but this, this, have, uh, this other beat is one of the ones you sent to me when you were still using your old email address. Let me... Bro... This is one of those saxophone beats. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you had the sax running all through. Can I can I yeah. play like a little bit more of it? Uh yeah, yeah. To be, sure? fair, to be fair, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's actually not a bad beat too. It's not but obviously I, bro, the, the arrangement, beats. the arrangement, the arrangement is if it's something someone is singing on, the arrangement isn't the greatest. Okay. But fair. if it's just a vibe you want to to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me play a few more seconds. And you had this guitar thing going. It's not, it's in the not bad, dude. It's not Bro. bad. It's a techno type of vibe. I made this on the coach to London. Can you imagine? Bro, I when you sent me this, I listened to it for months. And I'm not exaggerating. So, <laughs> let me, let me, so I'm opening this from my email right now. You sent this to me 10th of May 2017. Yeah. And I know I, I think I, I think I, yeah, it was after like exam periods. I was yeah. coming back home. I think you made it for Jimmy Abdul's or something or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The name yeah. of the beat is actually Jimmy, something like that. But yeah, I made it for Jimmy. Just bro, I have a lot of your stuff like that. Let's let's not even get <laughs> let's not even get into that. But uh, it's crazy. If you want to go back to SoundCloud days, there are so many stuff we could talk There's about. So many from so um, the Legova thing I did. That was when you hit me up and told me to send the recording over to you. The Lego yeah, with yeah, Bishop. With Bishop, Where, yeah. Bro, that was so hard. Uh, that bro. was too hard. Then you you later on went on to drop a song, another song rather, No um, no Say, where you sang the hook. Do you remember that? <laughs> I did the hook and the first verse. Yeah, and the first verse. Where you yeah. were, you, I could tell that you were almost dying. <laughs> from, from <laughs> <laughs> but why did you Bro. go ahead 
to create a song? Why do you think it was important for you to create a song? Um, I don't think it was important. I was just trying to explore. I think I was just trying to explore. And in high school, uh, I used to sing in an acapella group. So there's still this bit of me that believes, yeah, you can sing. Uh, or I'm not a big fan of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big fan. Like, I don't, I'm not a fan of listening to myself. Um, but what was, like, that beat was, I was just, I think it was a, I had a free day. I was in my room. Um, this was for the moments post Whiskey era. Yo, so, we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was, I was a little, I was, honestly, I was a little bit depressed. I think I was actually depressed. So I was always in my room. Um, then I had the drum pattern going on, and it was sounding so retro, um, old school R and B. Then, bro. It took me about 30 minutes to find the right chord progression to use. So when I found it, I was already vibing. And I was, in my head, I was like, who do I think I could put on this? And there was literally nobody that came to my head. <laughs> Bro, like, there was literally no one that came to my head. So I was just like, this might actually be a chance for me to... Off of my off of my own stuff, and then I started writing. I recorded, and I sent it to Tony Dada, and Tony Tony really liked it. Like Tony really liked it. I think he sent it to Tonero as well, and like it was good feedback. And that yeah, that was that was actually cool. It was really cool. And I, then I played it for my friends. Like they didn't even believe it was me that was singing. So <laughs> it was actually quite interesting to. I mean, I heard your voice on Ia, if I remember well. Yeah. Does Ia sound different from Mercy? Either my vocals. Yeah, I think I think it, it was slightly different. Not like uh, I could tell if I listened to mm. if I didn't know you and I listened to both, I could tell that it was you. But the same person. I I, I, I felt like you no know, say I, in my mind it was like oh you probably mixed vocals properly because it felt like you were yeah, 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 a yeah, better yeah, yeah, yeah. singer on no say than coming yeah. from Ia, which was like. Yeah, long he go, time. He go help me mix. He go mix it for me. So the auto tune must have been working overtime. <laughs> bro, the auto tune was on zero, bro. Everything was on zero, bro. <laughs> oh my days! But that's that, you. You've come along. You've come along with me. That's that's crazy. I have. Actually. And girl, I'm sorry if I did you wrong Or said a word that I shouldn't have Oh baby, pick up, let's have a word Let's work things out the way you should But girl, you got me in my deepest thought I'm paranoid, I don't know what to do Girl, you got me stressed out We could go to dinner in your best outfit Baby, we could chill and watch some Netflix Girl, I wanna feel your body on me Baby, on me Girl, you got me stressed out we could go to dinner in your best outfit Baby, we could chill and watch some Netflix Girl, I wanna feel your body on me Baby, I'm me Got me up, you know, say You gonna be the one You gonna be the one for me Got me up, you know, say You gonna be the one You gonna be the one for me Got me up, you know, say 
You could be the one, you could be the one for me. Got me off in no shit. You could be the one, you could be the one for me. So after that, you went on to. Let's even, let's quickly talk about the whiskey thing. So for people that don't know, um, <laughs> bro, please now. <laughs> so if you go to Google right now and search Jaylon Whiskey, you will most likely see like the whole thing that bro, happened. You see like you see <laughs> a thousand and one bro, because all the bros picked it. All the so I'm, I'm I literally just searched for Jaylon Whiskey now. And I'm seeing like the top five results are like that situation. Send me that yeah. beat. <laughs> yeah. So let's quickly you talk about that. Of that. Bro. Bro, do you know, do you know what, do you know what the funny thing okay, is like? Can every I time give, people talk. Can you, oh, yeah. do you want to give the backstory to what happened? Um, yeah, yeah, you can give the backstory. Okay. I was so, gonna say, like, every time every time like people bring it up, I think within me, I haven't come to a full realization that. Something like that actually happened. It's just crazy. Um, it's crazy. And, and probably because it happened and it didn't last for long. So to me, it still felt like a... Feels like a... Felt like a dream. Felt like a dream. Which um, was pretty huge. Yeah. But, then, but yeah, you could, you, could do, you, could do the, you could do the box. Sorry. So you... For people that don't know... Okay. Let me just give it in, like, I think this is third person. So, Jalen uploaded a beat on Twitter, which was, like, our main marketing tool for, like, upcoming producers back then. You just threw, like, a, maybe a one-minute snippet, bro. And I think you said Whiskey would sound good on this. I think you tagged Whiskey on the beat. No. Okay. So, what, what I did, I, bro, because I remember that night so well in my head. <laughs> like, bro, like, I can't even tell you Maybe how many steps I took that night. Like Bro. that's how <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. But I knew uh it was one of them nights as well. I think I was back from uni. I had a nap. Then I woke up and me the way my room was set up then was like literally waking up and my desk is just right in front of me. I just wake up and just sit on the chair on my laptop straight to FL, like boom. <laughs> so I was making these beats and it was sounding so fire, man. Like the progression, the progression is the progression is progression is crazy. So then I, I tweeted, I was like, yo, this beat I'm making is so fire. So then I think I replied the tweet or I just then posted the video next. So then one of my friends, Benny, then quoted he was like, Yo, imagine if Whiskey hops on this. And bro. I think I went downstairs. I was making I was making food. <laughs> went downstairs, left my phone, left my phone upstairs, came back, dished my food, ready to eat. Turning on my phone and I'm seeing Whiskey followed you. And oh, I was he like, followed you. Yeah, Whiskey still like whiskey. Yeah, like Whiskey Whiskey still follows me <laughs> on Twitter. So I saw Whiskey followed you. Obviously, what's coming to my head is like, oh uh, what's he called? Link up. Oh, there's no, not link up. Like I thought it was a parody. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Like, why would I think whiskey? So I clicked it. Or more. But actually whiskey. I was like, bro, I would have lost my shit. Bro, I would have lost my shit immediately. Bro, like 
like I lost my shit and but like this is this is me like and then like I wasn't still going crazy because it was so hard to believe. So I think I must have messaged him. I was like, um, bro, um, where do I send the bitch? You, you didn't say where boss. <laughs> nah, then, then, I, then I never used to, then I never used to say boss. Yeah, that was just boss, so yeah, then. So I was just like, um, where, where should I send this to, bro? Or something. Then was like, oh, have you got, um, like, well, like, send me your number. And I, I, I that's crazy. That's like, and even bro, though like, all of this. Yeah, a lot of people, because, you didn't speak I, I about didn't it. Talk about, yeah, yeah, I didn't speak about it. Um, and a lot of people think I didn't, um, you know, send anything to Whiskey or didn't do anything to Whiskey. With Whiskey, that's why nothing happened. But I don't, myself, I don't know what happened. Um, so it was like, I sent your number, I sent the number. And then he started, we started talking on iMessage. And bro. Oh, bro, bro, like we started talking on iMessage. Like this was still about like two a.m., three a.m. Like, bro, my Twitter was. Bro, seriously, bro, my Twitter was going crazy. My WhatsApp was going crazy. And can like, you, can you remember like how many followers you gained that day? Because I'm sure Whiskey bro, FC will have come for bro, your most of bro. Most of my most of my followers are Whiskey FC. <laughs> <laughs> So my followers are risky definitely. So then it was like, then we took the convo to WhatsApp because it was like, I should send him the, the beat on WhatsApp. So I sent him the beat, he replied, fire, fire, that he's going to, he's going to um, send something back tomorrow. And this was the time I was preparing to drop my EP and stuff. Yeah. And if you look closely on my EP at work, you might not notice it until now that I'm saying it. The you see a picture EP. Yeah. Okay. You see a picture of Burner Boy in the background. See a picture of Burner Boy. See a picture of Whiskey. See a picture of Sars below. You see a picture of Fella. And just behind, you see a picture of Major Laser. So then I zoomed in on oh, the. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen and it. And then, yeah, now you see it. Yeah. So then I sent it to Weezer and I was like, yo, man, like, I can't actually believe, like, I'm talking to you right now, you know, <laughs> like big inspiration from early sent him the album. I was like, yo, my project is even dropping. Like you're on the flipping cover. Uh, that's how much of an inspiration you are. This and that. Like we actually had like proper combo. And then, so cause I had, I had a lab session that morning. So okay, I just, I, I just told him then, bro, um, I've got a lab session, but I can't even sleep for a little bit. Then it was like, <laughs> um, it was like, um, go sleep, young champ. You know how Whiskey yeah, 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 like yeah, literally yeah. Whiskey on Twitter, exactly like how we would like interact. So, um, it was like, yo man, go catch some sleep and we'll talk later. And that was the last I ever like actually interacted <laughs> with Whiskey. Are you serious? <laughs> okay, so yeah, um, you definitely hit apart him from, up after apart that. From one, okay, bro, go on, go on. Apart from like. After that, obviously, my my parents my parents don't know too much about um, secular music. They know the songs, but they don't know too much about the artists and stuff. So, me, I was in Bristol, then then in London. My sisters, my uncle, and everyone they know about it were already going crazy. I didn't tell my parents anything yet, mm-hmm. even by the next day. My sisters were already going crazy. Everyone was like telling my parents who is. Also, um, they didn't. 
<laughs> Bro, they didn't, they didn't they like, couldn't understand the, how big it was. Yeah, how big it was like, and yeah. stuff. So my parent, my sister started showing them like YouTube videos, pictures about Miss Kids and things like that. So then, um, then my uncle called me. Went to they went to our house and it was like telling them about the situation. And my parents now realized how big um, the situation was. But unfortunately, nothing nothing came through. Because then, um, when I told them, I didn't hear anything back. They always used to you know tell me just just keep sending them stuff. They reply, they reply, and like. Bro, if we go to <laughs> me and Whiskey's chatting, you'll, <laughs> <laughs> you'll see bare messages from me, like, and there was no response. The only time I got a response back from Whiskey was, I think it was like last year, I was having a bad day and I literally just sent him a message. I was like, yo, man, like, it, re- it really meant a lot if you reply my message. Then it was like, keep your heads up, something like that. And yeah. I know like one thing I know for sure is he sees them. Um and that period, like I said, made me depressed because I started questioning myself a lot. Um started questioning how good you were the imposter syndrome thing. Yeah. How good I was. Like cause bro, it was a it was a very difficult situation to be in. And a lot of people will expect me to, like, I know a lot of people that that will happen to and they will, like, literally hate Whiskey for life. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I can imagine. For anything Whiskey, bro, they don't even want to hear it. Like, but I don't know. Like, it's just an, it's just an idol to me. Um, um, yeah, my parents were very, very disappointed because, um, because, just because of how far it went and, like, Bro, the whole publicity bro. about it, bro. Like, I was on YouTube some, like, last year. I was just randomly watching one of the videos. And, bro, <laughs> they actually talked about the stuff. I was like, yo, MTV actually spoke about this stuff. Oh, are you like, serious? I didn't know how big. Yeah. I didn't know how big. <laughs> bro, I didn't know how big it was. I know I know bro, a lot bro. of vlogs. Like, all these Bella yeah. Niger. Bella Niger. I think Instagram. Yeah, Guardian. Yeah. Picked it up, too. The Guardian. It was huge. It, it was a huge. It was huge. But I think, like, if I was to ever do anything, like, the only thing I wish from that situation was, I just wish it was never public. I feel like things might have worked out if it wasn't public, you know? That's what that's what I personally think. I feel like because a lot of people knew about it, expecting something. To be honest, you'll have been very good for um you'll have for been the a industry. Big break, yeah. Yeah, it'll have been that's a big you. break. And I think it'll have really been a big song, um in terms of like obviously there'll be people there to like nurture me and like actually if we make a song to make the song better, like there's Mute around and Sars and them yeah. lot like even SARS followed me back during this whole situation and stuff. That's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, that that um I definitely understand where you're coming from for that situation, especially as a fellow creative, because like when it's it's better when nobody knows and someone raises your yeah. hopes up and crashes it yeah, down yeah, than yeah. when Bro. everyone is like watching and the whole thing just happens. But I mean mm-hmm. It is what it is, but... Well, I don't... I don't know. I just think of myself, like, I could easily 
been the most insecure person alive. Because after that, after that situation, not boy had his break. Like literally, oh, not boy yeah, had his break from true. nowhere. And bro, in my head, I was always then I was bro, I was in a bad state. I was always thinking, bro, this could have been this and that. But at the end of the day, there's a reason for everything. Even though I wanted it, um, no one knows how things could have panned out. Even though everyone obviously always hopes good for themselves, but you know, life could life could have happened. You know. Yeah, for sure. No one knows. Yeah. I I think um. I'm just happy for how far you've been able to come from then up to this point, like with all the yeah, stuff you've been yeah. able to do. So definitely you, you look you look back at it now and it's something like you can easily laugh over and oh but many people might not yeah. have understood how you felt in that yeah, particular moment. All. Well funny enough, I feel like it slightly put me on the map. Oh, definitely. Uh, but, definitely. But but even but even saying that and sometimes I think it definitely put me on the map, but sometimes, but a lot of people don't actually know about the situation. So sometimes it's a bit, for me, they did really, they did not, you know, just, just because just a, lot, a lot of people don't actually know about the situation. That's crazy. Well, I mean, a lot of, more people know I now. think a lot of people knew, but I don't know, maybe they didn't know it was so this jail on. Is, or, the, is the tweet still up? Oh, Whiskey sent me that. Of no, um, I mean both his tweet and the one you uploaded, the beat itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the beat, the beat is still on my Twitter. Oh, okay, still on my Twitter. That's that's crazy. Um, yeah. you... that beat had bare engagements. I would think Jews, <laughs> Jews like the tweets. Can imagine. I can imagine because bro, once Whiskey tweets anything like, and this was back then. Bro. Bro, my Twitter was hot for like five <laughs> days straight, bro. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, it was guaranteed, bro. I opened 20 plus notifications. Like, bro. Guaranteed. Because Whiskey FC will definitely come. And with that kind bro, of thing, bro. people when... asking me for help, saying I should play this to Whiskey. Bro, bro don't kill <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Bro. No way. That's right. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. They didn't know me, so I was trying to play my own stuff. Do you get? <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, I think uh, you working with Whiskey, I mean, even if you don't work with him in this life, which I don't think is going to happen because there's a very high chance that you work with him with the way you're going. Um, um, yeah. That, 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 um, event opened up like a lot of doors for, or should I say doors? But it just made you more like yeah, yeah, yeah. It put, it, yeah, it put me, it put me on the map. It put me on the map to an extent. It and, did what I think it was supposed to do. And like you said, you were about to drop your EP mm-hmm. at that point. So that's um, moving to like the EP you dropped, the Dead Guy EP, which was yeah. another amazing body of work you dropped and you. I think you had about uh, eight songs. Eight songs. Yeah. So tell me why you felt it was important for you to drop that EP, especially at a period. Because I could I could comfortably say now, like you were one of the producers that pioneered the whole producer dropping a project thing and not singing on it. Because I can't remember if this dropped before. Sars is not your mate. 
But this was yeah, like one yeah, of the did, first. Did. You see, so this was like one of the very first producer yeah. projects that I knew. So why did you think it was important for you to like drop this project? And what was it like creating all? Um, let's not say all, but like most of the songs on the project, like bringing people together and um, the whole process of air and air, deciding who will be on what song and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But we're saying this thing about paranoia, bro. But I, I was just thinking, like, when I get to where I see myself, the documentary will be sick, you know. Because I didn't even see, I didn't even see it. that. But um, why I thought I, I needed to do a project was, um, I just didn't want to keep dropping singles after singles. So um, uh, at that point, bro, like you were saying on my Instagram live, I have. A lot of songs, so <laughs> I have a lot of songs. Producer habit, yeah, I have a lot of songs, and I do different different um genres, and yeah, so I didn't every song I let oh, I could drop this as a single drop this. But I just made up my mind, you know what? Um, I'll just I'll just drop a I'll drop an EP, and yeah, that was why I did it. And for the A and R, um, it was all me. Um, I just made something and then um, had who I think would be best for this. Some people, you know, also were very willing to collaborate as well. So I had a few artists on my um, on my on my checklist to tick. Uh, so yeah. Um, I made them, sent it to them. They recorded. Um, some of them mixed the stuff themselves. I mixed some with the little <laughs> ears I had then. <laughs> funny enough, it really sounded um, very good. Yeah, yeah, it does. But it still does. Yeah, for for yeah for the for the time it does. I can't lie. Yeah. Um, and for the resources we had, bro, at our disposal, <laughs> bro, it was actually a good one. Bro. Um, I wouldn't even lie. I wouldn't lie. So um, let's quickly talk about like resources you have. Because I remember starting out like in music. I mean, I had watched like a lot of videos and stuff on YouTube of like studios where I would see like crazy MIDI keyboards, crazy microphones, uh, <laughs> monitors. And bro, I, there was a point I was like, I'm not going to start music until I get until you have this setup. bro do you get and it's a general like producer problem so and even up to now I don't have all the stuff that I've been dreaming to like get no. so imagine if I've been waiting to, so can you just talk about um producers and like waiting for like the very best of gear before they like say they want to start creating the best of music you think like the gear like the kind of gear you have determines the kind of music you create or <laughs> definitely not. Um I think gears are just to um gears are literally just to take whoever you have a step a step higher or steps higher. Um just to enhance what you have um to make you have an edge over certain people. Or your um, your people you're competing in on the field it definitely doesn't make you a better producer if you're 
not already a good one. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. So, like, our, our Twitter yesterday, I mixed. I've been mixing with just headphones and AirPods. <laughs> um, bro, <laughs> um, I didn't mix. I mixed the Zantis project with ASIO, ASIO for all driver interface. <laughs> bro, <laughs> that's a laptop interface. Anyone like, that knows music will know ASIO for all. <laughs> yeah. Bro, so um, for everyone that is just um, waiting on the gear, I made that guy. I made that guy with an uh, Intel Core PC. So them type of PCs where, and I think, I think, <laughs> I think that's why my sound is, is very simple and well planned. And you if I try to load plugins that, that. <laughs> you start having that, that red thing yeah, on the yeah. yeah, it was just annoying. So I had to, I was very picky with my sound selection. So if I can mute you and the song still sounds dope. Bro, I'm muting you. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can't mute you, then I'll just leave you like that. So, um, when it comes to finding the main melody of my song, uh, I think I, I took a lot of time. And sometimes, because I'm so hard on myself, I start to think, oh, I'm not good enough, or this and that. And, and then I end up making a really good beat maybe by the end of that week. And yeah, this is all normal producer struggle. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So back to the back to the gear talk. Uh when I started producing, they didn't have any. But it's 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 good. It's good. So but when you have them around, um, you feel like you've made progress, you're making progress. So um the first ever one I got was uh was a MIDI keyboard. I felt a little bit of progress there. I was like, okay, now <laughs> I own a, I own a equipment. And when I started working, I was able to use my salary then because I wasn't paying rent. Um, I was able to just use it to get my monitors. I got a mic for free. I got a SE. I got a SEX one S- mic for free, bro. Yo, that's bro, like that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's who gave you that mic. Business. There was someone in church. They thought they could use it on the stage. So I was like, nah, this is a recording mic. So oh. the person just gave it to me. You <laughs> <laughs> must have been so excited to collect it because that's, that's an amazing mic. That's an amazing mic. That's an mic. amazing mic. It's a mic I can still buy tomorrow. The one that has like the, the um, polygon-like shape, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's, that's a crazy that's, mic. That's an amazing mic. So, and then I got the Focusrite interface. As which, usual. <laughs> the small one, which funny enough, guess what? I still use the interface too now. Bruh. That's yeah. crazy. That's that's when I when I feel like I want to play through my monitors and stuff. Um so like I'm not but I have like now I have like gear I have a good if headphones I'm used to. So it's not even as if I have the craziest gear. But I have really good monitors. Um Adams Yo. Adam's T7 monitors. That's uh, generally yeah. Adam Adam audio monitors are very yeah monitors like, are very very, very good. good. They're very good. Um, but funny enough, I don't use it because because <laughs> I work most times. Yeah, I was gonna say I mix the whole of Azantis project at work as well. Um, <laughs> bro, who are you? So so like 
just 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 to just to just put more effort in terms of like the gears and stuff. And um I mixed it, I mixed it at work. Uh so yeah, even the Adams, my my setup is in Bristol, so it's my friend, my producer friend, my brother, Sambi, that uses it most of the time. So I recently, like weeks ago, I recently just got the iLoud micro monitors. But I oh, think I want to change that and get yeah the slightly bigger ones that are still more portable as well. So, but yeah, those are like those are literally the only gears I have. And then my laptop. So guys, if you're waiting for some, man, you're on the long term. Some I don't know NS tens or I don't know <laughs> crazy mixing board before you start making music. You're You're going to sleep there. So yeah, I get going right now. Like I remember the very first time someone hit me up to mix a song. Uh I didn't have anything. I didn't even have Bro, by the way, you're a very good engineer, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And a producer as well, but yeah, really, really good engineer. <laughs> I laughed at the producer bro. part because bro, <laughs> I'm struggling there. Because you. you've not you've not produced here in a long yeah, time. But I know like, what you could do. Yeah, well, thank you. Um, so I was saying that the first song I ever mixed, I didn't even have an interface. I literally plugged one of these headphones they sell <laughs> on the streets of, because I was in Port Harcourt then, on the streets of Port Harcourt. Headphones where they don't come out the lows, they don't come out the highs. I just made the, the... I, I plugged this straight into my jack <laughs> on my laptop. <laughs> and that was how I mixed the song. And that was how I mixed right. like my first set of songs. And people were texting me afterwards like, Bro, what did you do? Blah 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 blah. That that even leads me to like the conversation, this stuff you spoke about earlier of you second guessing yourself. Because at that time, I didn't think that what I was doing was anything. I just did it. But now that we always yeah, now that I'm better, that I know I'm definitely better, and I have like access to more equipment, I'm now second guessing myself. So I think it's like something we we would all go through at some point. Like this imposter yeah. syndrome So creative, thing. yeah. yeah. So creative. So process. if it ever happens to anyone listening, just remember that. Just remember, try to it remember the to times. Yeah, They're not the only one. Yeah, and remember the times like you've done stuff and people have like come to reach out to you like, bro. Yeah. Like, I, do a lot of, I do a lot of self-reflective. Yes, it's, just it's go really back important. And just listen, listen really to important. Stuff. So for anyone listening out there, don't second guess yourself. Just keep working and... um. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It it definitely yeah. is. It definitely is. Um, you you must have seen um a while ago. I posted on my close friend story where I said um I'm mixing like a song that's gonna change my life. I don't know yeah. if you remember that. And up till this point, the the client has told me that oh these mixes are good to go and that he likes the mixes. So, but up to the point where the songs drop, I'm not. I think that No, like the songs haven't dropped. They're yeah. supposed to drop like end of this month. But up to the point Sick. where they drop, I'm not going to be settled until I know that, oh, he actually... The song is out. Yeah, do you get? So it's a, yeah. it's a general thing. So even up till now, I'm still facing it, but everyone will be all right. Even when, even when like, for example, like I was telling you about how I think I could do better now with the, something like the Dante mixes, which a lot of people like, and yeah. I'm not even going to go into details what I think <laughs> I can do better because then people would people will start listening to the projects differently. Different, yeah. So yeah. Um, the mixes are actually good for what I had at my disposal, the time I had, the condition at which they were being mixed. And yeah, 
is is decent. But now, obviously, I know there's a tons of things I would do differently. Would do yeah, differently. But that's that's always the thing with engineering, isn't it? Like, I mean, even production. Even even, even yeah. Even when you listen favorite, to your beats, <laughs> yeah, the favorite like, the favorite mixes you ever hear, like to the mixer, because they know what they've done, it still sounds. Dirty, like and there's something they could it, have it done does, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound as amazing to them as it is to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's just a creative thing where we overthink it, but the yeah. general consumer is not thinking of like the technical details of all of that. So yeah, yeah. sometimes, like, if you keep going, no song will ever be complete because you always want to add like more stuff. Add something, yeah, bro. Like the theme song for this podcast, I still changed something. <laughs> The day I was supposed to upload it, I added like some <laughs> extra guitars, and and now that I've uploaded it, I'm thinking I should remove the guitars. But I mean, it's out there already. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, you just Bro, you leave it is fun. I'm telling you. So back to your EP, the Dead Guy EP. You released it under um Terragon Music, and I want to talk about Terragon. So, is it a label? Is it a collective? I don't know. Tell us about tell what what or yeah, what's Terragon Music? I'll say Terragang Music is a collective. So it started out literally what um what I'm doing with Pop Boys. So uh but the founder of Terragang is Lames. OG um, Lames. Yeah, OG <laughs> Lames, man. I think he had it from high school. So this was when I started producing. Lames was mentoring me, so he brought me on board to Terragang. It was just with me, him and one of his other friends, Toby Lewis. But he was into now that he's not producing anymore because he was always between photography and music. So now he's more into like photography and it was always just me and names. And then uh, Marvin came as well. Shout out Marvin. Was, yeah, Marvin. You know, Marvin I went Marvin. to the same high school with Marvin. Swear. Yeah, that's how I know him. <laughs> Are you a PH guy as well? I'm a PH boy, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy, man. I didn't we even, I didn't we all know. used to drum on the tables together. <laughs> <laughs> OG Marv, man. Yeah. Marv, that's my guy. That's Shout my out guy. to him. Um, well, yeah, then we had Victor Luma also come. This was when we started having artists. But um, but then the the everyone was just being caught up on stuff. At the time, Lynn was in his final year of uni, so like, I think, and it didn't make a beat for almost a year, more than a year. So everything was kind of like just, um, just on a pause. And so like, stagnant. Everyone was going to the ish. Um, but uh, Terror Gang is something that I don't ever think I would change it from my username. I don't yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah, everyone knows me as that, and yeah, it's just I see it more as a. As a like maybe a tribute of, like respects to to Lames man. Yeah. Yeah, Shout he, out to Lames. He's a great guy. Lames yeah. is uh, Lames is one of those people I used to also follow when I started out, and I have like a couple of stuff he used to post on his IG. Bro, Lames, Lames, Lames is Lames is a OG. Bro. And people don't know like, what he was making. Yeah, what he was making at that time. It's crazy. Like, was really really crazy for that time. Honestly, like, it was ridiculous. Honestly, it was one of the people that made me really fall in love with like music production, just because I know this person and this is what this person is doing. Just made it so much amazing to me. 
Yeah. Big up lames, big up lames. Um, so you already mentioned Pop Boys, because I was going to talk about Pop Boys and like if you were in, just so that people are clear on like what the two um, establishments are. So can you quickly talk about Pop Boys and what, what it is? Yeah, so Pop Boys was co-founded by me and literally everyone in Pop Boys now. Um, cause, uh, like if you you like you you know like I always use the pop emoji before yeah. the pop before I, I formed Pop Boys. So like, I think it started from um it started from war. I started using it from war. Yeah. There was a line there where white people were like, pop time, pop time, because I'm up, I'm up oh, to blow. Oh, really? Or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, and like, when when I typed in pop on the key, when I typed in pop on my keyboard, you see the, the, the emoji. The up, yeah. Yeah, and also, it wasn't just really because of pop then. The type of music I was making then, um, this was when I think I got Omnisphere. And Bro. like, Game changer. Yeah, and like, yeah, and I had like marimba and stuff. Like, they just sounded juicy and stuff. Yeah. So, like, that was like, felt like I was making some type of like juice type of music. So, and then I just, I just went on with the pop emoji. So, um, then I was like, there's a lot of producers like, I really respect the sound, even if like people don't really know too much about them. And I I always used to get this thing about um people telling me to help them send the stuff to people I know <laughs> and this because everybody just believes I know everybody is in it but I mean <laughs> <laughs> but I but I don't I don't because um I'm just always to myself um it's something I need to really work on more um in terms of like you know networking and hitting up here and there yeah really important. But, yeah, it's really, really important. Um, so yeah, I formed it because I respected everyone that's there. I, I respected the ears. I respected the sound. Um, I really like. I'm a really big fan of what everybody's got going on. Um, there were other people I reached out to that could have been there because because we're eleven. Everybody thinks it's a madness. But it's a collective. <laughs> it's a collective. It's not like a producer. Like even yeah, yeah, a pop boys can produce a song, but it doesn't mean like the whole eleven of us are gonna work. Yeah, are yeah. gonna work yeah on the song or stuff like that. So I remember saying it on Clubhouse one time, and someone was like, "Oh, when there's money, how would you guys share the money?" Yeah, like, that's simple. another whoever, important Yeah, whoever worked. Part. Yeah, yeah, whoever worked on the song gets the money. Everyone is not gonna get the money just because it's pop boys. And like, if I didn't do anything on the song, what am I expecting? a cut from a song maybe one person from Pop Boys produced and decided to target Pop Boys or two people like it doesn't make any sense at the end of the day it's a platform for all of us to be able to put each other on to people we know um, grow ourselves um, inspire each other um, just yeah it's just a it's, it's a real collective and like some sort of community but we're trying to do more into like fashion. Oh, um, I see. That would be mad. Yeah. That would be mad. Yeah, it will. Like it will. I know. I know. Like if we get the right people for it, marketed very well, it's something I think everyone can buy into because people just like 
a few people just like the name Pop Boys because it just sounds super cool. It's really cool. catchy. <laughs> yeah, it sounds, bro, it sounds super cool. Yeah, that's... And, that's... From, the, and from the Don Did It song, like, people were more like, that's like, that's like, that's like our trademark kind of, trademark yeah. kind of song. Like, yeah. that's, that's a bounce, like... It was a crazy bounce. No one else has made, yeah. Because I was going to talk about, like, Don Did It Next because that was, like, breakout single for Pop Boys officially. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you happened to co-produce that with Harry. And so when I was speaking to Harry, I I thought he was with Pop Boys, but apparently he was not. <laughs> so, so I was already no, no, asking no. him that, oh, so how... Um, Talk to me about Pop Boys and how did you get? But you now reminded what, me what that. Did, what did Harry say? He told me he was, he was not. He's not. It's like he's not with you guys. Like he just co-produced it, and that he's actually with Eto Sounds. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. I I now remember like Eto Sounds from like Twitter days, and yeah. I started remembering their logo. So, um, generally, I think from his conversation and from what I'm getting from you now, like being in like a collective or just having like a group of guys that you're constantly working with and stuff has like its advantages i mean first of all in terms of networking because you all know different people and like you bring all of that together 